welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. Hey, hey guys. Hey. hey, how's it going? We are the Cold Bros. That's that's us. That's the name we've given ourselves. What's going on? I, I guess uh, we're going to skip the what we've been doing this time because we are doing our... It's the beginning of the year. It's the first episode of the new year, and we are going to do our... Um, our award show, right? Yes. yes. Yep. You got it. I I lost the word back. for award show. <laughs> Did you? I couldn't. I couldn't tell at all. <laughs> yeah, couldn't. I could. I could just award show. I could see the. I could see the thought just like 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 coming out of your brain, right? Just like leaving, uh, right? Yeah. Like you just lost it anyway. But I, I I'm following you. <laughs> um, but it is it is the beginning of season five. So that's that's huge, right? Whoa. First episode of season five, Cold Bowl Awards. We always do the we always do a Cold Bowl Awards show uh, the beginning of every uh, every season. So uh, yeah, so twenty twenty one Cold Bowl Awards. This is great. I'm excited. This feels, one should feels hopefully weird. be a little better than the previous ones because we're going to keep it as a one episode. Mm-hmm. So you better yeah. download it. Unappreciative a holes. <laughs> you know, we just had a self serving episode one hundred about how much we love it. Now we better download it. that one too. Yeah, download <laughs> them all. Take them all. All five of us are here, even though we're doing this over Zoom, because I think everyone has been exposed to COVID. I think yeah. all all five of us, hundred uh, percent, at one gotta- point in the last week. I got a notification on my phone today. It was oh. like, "Hey, we use uh, we use like uh, technology, contact tracing, yeah, or contact tracing, and you've been in touch." So, like, someone I was in Vegas, and absolutely, I was exposed to it. My my wife got that notice on her phone. We went to a couple of sporting events over the last couple of days, and she got that on her phone. And I was like, "Oh, that's creepy. That's a little weird." It is. How many emails did you guys get saying your kids were exposed at school? Uh, like uh, nine. I got another one today. I didn't really? get any. Yeah, I've had five so far. Yeah, Holy it's gross. ridiculous. It's just like the if you get a letter or yeah, an email from the health department, this supersedes this one. But your kid has been potentially exposed, and hey. because of HIPAA, we can't tell you who. So please don't go to their house. <laughs> yeah, of course not. They have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny because it used to be like when somebody would get COVID, it would be like, "Oh my gosh," and then die. You know, are and, they? And then it almost was treated like like just I don't know. Anyway, are they worried about reprisals? Because that seems a little strong for elementary school kids. <laughs> but uh, uh, all I know I is know. your your wonderful city of Phoenix, Jake. Uh, we have a, a close friend of ours that's a uh, works in for hospitals down there. She does like the billing and everything. Yeah. They are literally asking COVID infected nurses to please continue to come to work. Yeah. Cause they're so understaffed. Mm-hmm. Remember when they were firing like, nurses for not getting the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they're, now like, they're just oh, like, Hey, work with if COVID you're exposed, too. we need you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I we're, we we need to get into the episode, but my mother my mother in law actually my mother in law actually works with nurses in the area, and so there's all kinds of fun stories that I've heard about nurses in Phoenix and hospitals and all that fun stuff. But yeah, COVID is a Boo hell COVID. of a thing. So sick of it. I'm I'm done. Oh, I'm yeah. ready for it to be gone. There's there's a two two types of COVID exhaustion. The one that we're talking about is just being exhausted of COVID, and then there's the exhaustion from COVID. Right. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And Scott has both. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Scott yeah. has both. <laughs> Scott has 100%. The, has the Rona. <laughs> Do you have Rona, Scott? 
Uh, I got tested today, but uh, I don't know until for a couple I mean, more days. He, he sure sounds like line. it. Huh? How long did you wait in line? Oh, not that long. Oh, good. Oh, it wasn't one of those small five hours. No, it, it it was literally like thirty minutes, and I was wow, driving good. away. Your uh, your voice sounds especially uh, especially husky, especially husky. husky. And yeah, have you been, have you have you picked up smoking? Yeah, I have. Nice. Nice. I hear the nicotine actually helps with uh, nice with Corona. <laughs> Let's do this because Corona targets your lungs, so you inhale smoke. It kills. It kills. Bacteria. Kill the Rona. Yep. Because yeah. where there's smoke, there's fire, right? <laughs> Science. Science. Yep. And then you blow it out, and it makes the stars. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but I don't know who knows that. I don't know enough about who, stars. Who am I to judge? So let's get started, huh? Let's, let's do, do this. Let's do this. Let's yep. do this. Okay. Let's do some sappy music. <laughs> okay, our first uh we're we're gonna go we're gonna go through some of these topics really, really quick, and we're gonna go through we'll we'll hash a few of them out as well. So we've got uh, let, we've got this ten ten topics. We're gonna do five kind of quick and then five lightning rounds. Bomb, right, yeah, like yeah. Right. So like let's, no more than five minutes. Yeah. Let's start with uh let's start with our first lightning round. Uh what are we looking forward to the most in 2022? And my answer to that was Fantastic Beasts, the secret of Dumbledore, Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh and yeah. really the only reason I put that is because they recast uh Grindelwald mm-hmm. as Mads Mikkelsen and I adore anything oh, Mads Mikkelsen yeah. is in. Mads is great in anything he's done. Couldn't yeah. agree more. I think he'll be a terrific Grindelwald. I think he'll embody I think he'll he'll be less Jack Sparrow because it's hard when when uh what's his butt does lightning roundries. Oh this is lightning <laughs> lightning round <laughs> Sorry. Mads Mickelson is great. Lightning round. Yay. What are, what are you excited for? Uh, you know what? I'm excited because I've been waiting for like uh, three years at this point, it feels like, for Maverick. Um, oh, you've been just, waiting for 25 years. Is, <laughs> yes. Is yeah, this for uh, 25 the Mel Gibson years. movie where he plays poker on the riverboat? <laughs> love that I love movie. that movie. Too. I do too. That's the classic. But no, this is the uh, the Top Gun, Maverick. And mm, it's just been postponed sequel. for like over two years now. And I'm just really excited for it. So we need um, more beach volleyball. Jet. Yeah, we need some more homoerotic beach volleyball scenes. Mm. But it's not going to have uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer in it. Dang it! Uh, I heard that Val Kilmer is in it. You're not going to be in the beach volleyball. He's not going to be playing beach volleyball. He's Actually, the voice he of the AI could. in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> really mean joke i'm sorry oh that was a really mean joke <laughs> it's funny know though <laughs> i'm here i'm here for it chris that was terrific it was a great documentary of him by the way i love uh okay yeah. troy what's up so obviously i'm uh, of the of the whole group i'm the dc homer um so i i chose the flash movie that's coming out although i kind of want to change it to batman but i'm changing the flash because of batman because we're going to get to see michael keaton as Batman. Again. Love it. Yeah. Love the whole idea of the flashpoint paradox. I love yeah. the idea of I taking know. an older actor of a play, a play to superhero and like putting like the three of them in one movie. Yeah. Like nobody's done that before. before. Right. Yeah. It's never been done. 
Leave I wonder if that will come up later. I'll meet up in like a multiverse. You know, if, if, excited, we wanna, if we want to talk about who did it first, uh, we can we can have this argument. We can I can derail this whole lightning round. Scott, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we put together this uh, this board where we were putting all our nominations, and my and I had just seen the trailer for The Northman, and uh, threw it on there because. It looks badass. It really it does. It looks wild. Yeah. That it, when you put that, I actually had choice envy. I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> dang it. That's such a so good you choice. You literally just saw the trailer and that became your number one pick. Yeah, yeah. I I had seen it like a couple days before, and then we put this together. I was like, what's, yeah. what's the main actor's name? He's like Skarsgard. Alexander, Alexander. Skarsgård. He's yeah. so hot, dude. He really he's underrated. He's Tarzan. The son. Yeah. He's the son. Stellan Skarsgård. Yep. His brother's son. Pennywise. Uh-huh. Brother's Pennywise. But and the other like is older, Floki. More attractive the other brother. brother is Floki in Vikings. Floki? Is yeah, he really Floki. a Skarsgård? Uh-huh. I did They're not know th- that. All three of those are brothers. I yeah. freaking love Floki. Floki's amazing. Show. Yeah. Dude, anyway, Skarsgård. Fighting round. Fighting round. Chris. Uh, I put Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. That's not a movie. I know Dude, it's not a movie. The first game was so much fun, though. The, f- the first game was just chosen on like, so every year, this websites will do like top 100 and they'll modify their top 100. So this was chosen like, yeah, this is the greatest game of all time. So this I, is the sequel to the greatest game of all time. I just bought an OLED switch because my oh, son nice. broke the original switch. And nice. it, when I was transferring the data, I accidentally deleted all of my Breath of the Wild uh, save data. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to restart it. Uh, yeah, just that, that just means you get to play it again. I know. And I'm like actually okay with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. When Morgan moved in, she brought her her switch and her she has such bad drift on her controllers mm-hmm. that i've fallen off so many cliffs <laughs> yeah in that game that i can't play it i can't play the game i i've i haven't been able to finish the game because it's just unplayable you should spend the 80 dollars for a new pair oh my gosh it's joy cons yeah all the, right the new joy cons i've purchased haven't had that problem but yeah i'm i'm very excited for this game i'm even they got delayed from one year till now so i think that they're just buffering quality they're just pumping more quality into this it's let's hope so. so good that's awesome i'm excited should be good all right next up well let's hash out that 2022 oh, like, actually looks like it's going to be really good and i don't think we really need a winner for that category because it's not like we've seen any of this yeah do, do i mean i oh, never mind what what are what is everybody excited most excited for from that list and you can't pick your own right fantastic beasts maverick the northman flash and zelda i'm going zelda yeah i'm going zelda as well i think i'm gonna have to go zelda yeah zelda wins but hey. I'm, I, I'm picking fantastic beasts but whatever you know <laughs> zelda wins <laughs> uh, i was gonna vote flash and flash yeah, so i can't vote for my own Sweet. cool Zelda right the Wild. Zelda. I'm exci- I'm so excited for that game. It's going to be great. Hopefully. Beautiful. All right. Congrats. So Zelda. let's hash out who the greatest villain was of 2021. Okay. Who wants to start off? You know, what? I'm going to start off this one. 
Let's hear it. Because I think my my the the nomination that I gave is a little bit out of left field. Um, <clears throat> but I chose the piece. It's, D- it's DC. It's not it's DC. Left field. Uh, okay. Uh, so so out in the whatever. I, I chose Peacemaker. Um, has have you guys seen um, the Suicide Squad, the new one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Have we all. Um, Scott probably has not. Okay. So uh, shaking his head now. Uh, Peacemaker is John Cena's character and he, I mean, they're all bad guys, but he's also just the bad guy that anyway. Um, yeah. And so he, um, his whole, his whole thing is just that he's, he's just kind of unironically like just funny, but also a crazy murderous. Anyway, he's funny, but apparently he was, apparently he was exactly, apparently he was liked so much that HBO max gave him his own show. Mm-hmm. Which it's out now too. Starts, yeah, I think so. No, the, is it out now? Yeah. I thought it started in a couple of days. Then I could be wrong because I haven't seen it. I'm gonna look it up. If none of us have seen it, then <laughs> I he, he it's just he was just on Pat McAfee's show today mm-hmm. and they were talking about how it starts up in a couple of days. Oh yeah. cool. uh first episode January 13th, so uh like two days. Oh uh, by the time yeah, this right. episode is released, it yeah. will have been out. It will be unless, a, unless my argument will be a moot point. <laughs> uh anyway yeah so um peacemaker yeah i think that's a pretty cool pick because the thing that i liked about him in the movie troy was that he doesn't know he's a bad guy right he, he thinks he's the hero he thinks mm-hmm. he's doing the right thing because he's the peacemaker as right? we all and know he, reese loves these characters. i love these characters <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> Peacemaker, you name it. They're so, just misunderstood. Zangief. But, <laughs> yeah, Zangief. But no, that, so I so I you're a I bad think guy. I think he's a really cool villain, uh, simply because he genuinely has it's it's different than than some of these other characters that we've talked about in the past. Um where they think they're doing the right thing, but they they know they're making the hard decisions, right? Right. He thinks that he is like altruistic, like doing the right thing in the right way for the right reasons, just like completely more like. Oh, yeah. Total sociopath. Completely unironically, like I'm going to murder this entire village because I have to like because it's like if you took his wrestling persona and turned it up to 11. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, but but then, but then all the way up. His his turn at the end was also and spoiler alert whatever but his turn at the end was also because he had received orders and because and he that, received orders that makes him a good choice because I hated him in that moment yeah like the, the yeah, person yeah. that he kills I, yeah. I really like yeah. that character yeah. yep. yep yep agreed um dude that, so that by, the, a, by the way this is a not a lightning round <laughs> in no case no you're yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all we're alternating lightning rounds here but yeah, um. Right. Uh, you know, the, the Suicide Squad itself was actually a, a pretty good movie, I think. Over, I mean, it wasn't movie of the year or anything like that. It wasn't, but it was a, it was an enjoyable watch. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, that death that you're talking about really makes you kind of appreciate the character who died, but you also makes you really hate just, yeah, the character. Really that hate, dude. I yeah. like I liked him in the movie because they, they bring in Idris Elba, which is, what's his name? De- dead? Death something? It- Oh. It's not Deadshot. It's not Deadshot. No, it's I can't, it's, no, it's, it's some lame name, but I, I like yeah. his character. But they're like, I did too. they're like everything. Like this man is a walking uh, death ray. Everything you put in his hand is a weapon. And he's capable with any weapon. And they bring up Peacemaker, and they're like, this man is a walking death ray. They were the exact same. Person. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was like, you having a laugh? That's my shtick. That's <laughs> that's my gimmick. He was Bloodsport. 
Bloodsport. Ah, Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh! That's a what great a movie, by the way. But I mean, and, and I know. <laughs> Idris Elba is is a fantastic actor. But we're talking about Peacemaker, anyway. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, that was that was great. Actually, I great pick. I, I think Thank that's you. an awesome pick. It was just a way to immediately show them as having a rivalry because they yeah. have the yeah. exact yeah. same skill set. <laughs> also, really he's a he's like a He Man action figure. That yeah. scene in, in where he came tigers. out. That scene where he came out in his underwear. I was like, it, it looks like a He-Man action figure. He he yeah. is the, the his proportions are so insane that he is an actual human being. It's so crazy. He is and that's the just the proportions of his underwear. That's you know. smaller bullets. <laughs> <laughs> his pistol was huge. <laughs> smaller bullets, massive. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, that chrome helmet. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> Toilet seat on his head. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> all right, all right, awesome. we can move on. All right, Troy, who you popcorning to? Uh, I'm gonna popcorn Reese. <clears throat> oh, all right. So uh, my choice is Zhu Wenwu, uh, played by. Pardon you. Or <laughs> in, from, he's the villain from from Shang Chi, um, and he is played by Tony Chiu Wao Ling. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> That you trailed off there at the end, buddy. <laughs> you, com- you committed uh, and you stopped. Yeah. <laughs> um, I catch a niner in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so one of one of the reasons, uh, one of the the few reasons that I, I chose this character is um I really, really love this actor. Um he plays he's the character Broken Sword from Hero. And Hero is one of my mm. most beloved movies. I love that movie so much. And I love his character in that. And it, sometimes when I love a character like that so much, it pulls me out of their new character portrayal in the next movie that I see them in. But this one didn't. Um, I, he was so believable. Like, I loved that you got to see the rise and fall. You got to see that he was like a bad guy and then he was a good guy you know, husband, father. And then with the loss of his wife, he becomes a bad guy again. Uh, and you just see this anguish. He, he's trying to do this thing because he misses his wife so much. And man, I just, I just really connected with that uh, at a very personal level, you know, just thinking about how my life might be with, uh, sorry to get kind of mushy, what my life might be without my wife. And I just thought about that character <laughs> And I just loved him, man. I, I believed every moment of it. I, be, I loved how at the very end, he actually turned it around again and did the right thing for his son. Uh, so he ended as a hero in my eyes. And that's why he was he was a terrific villain. In my, uh, yeah, he was the best part of him. that movie. Like, yeah. I, I, I agree. <clears throat> yeah. Like, without question, the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I loved the, the, Mandarin, and- the real Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. but for real though, like when it was him when his kids were young and he was a good dad and he was being kind and he was being nice. I I remember thinking like this is not the way to this is not bring up a villain like to make him be a bad guy, and then it makes you care for him mm-hmm. so that that ending is a little bit more. Uh, it's like the opposite of Peacemaker, yeah. where that end <laughs> is his ending makes you feel for him, whereas Peacemaker's ending made you really want to want him yeah. to to eat. 
And and that's why I think it was such a great villain is because you actually, to a degree, are 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 almost kind of rooting for him. You're not necessarily rooting for him to win, but you're, you're rooting, rooting for his for redemption. Yeah, and that's what I loved about it because it, it he pulls you in way more than Shang Chi did. Um, it was it was awesome. He's a, he's a great actor, and and you know the other thing about him is especially in that that dinner table scene um, when when they're all in China and they're all eating um, and. Uh, he just has this presence when he's at the table. Like as soon as he sits down, he's, you know, like the way that the actor, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but he's a great actor, but the way he just had the way that he, he had that presence of uh, just kind of that commanding the presence really helped that kind of, yeah, essentially exactly what you guys are talking about. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, popcorn Scott. All right. So, I chose That's Scott and Jake, right? Yeah, we both had the same yep. pick. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we chose. <laughs> I chose for Jake Green Goblin <laughs> from the latest Spider Man. Um, really, really hard to argue that. that dude, it, uh, Willem Dafoe absolutely killed it. I went mm-hmm. into the movie um, having heard that he kind of stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all. It was all, uh, and it's interesting because it was uh, marketed for Doc Ock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, was the one yeah. I was most excited for. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. everyone was, and and he did great too. Yeah, um, I yeah. really loved Doc Ock, but but um, man, Green Goblin, um, it was so so good, dude. So I went the the the, the scene where he where Peter goes back and and uh, Willem Dafoe sitting with uh, Aunt May. When Green got when uh, Osborne is sitting with Aunt May, in the and in the he's got the or whatever. in the homeless shelter and he's oh, got yeah. the the blanket on him yeah. and he's like begging for help, and and I was like going, this is awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is yeah, gut wrenching. Well. It's yeah. gut wrenching because he he wants to be better and you know he want he genuinely wants to be better, but you know. It's well, going to end in the worst way possible. It, for the first like two minutes of that scene, I was like squinting my eyes, going, "He's gonna, he's tricking." I'm like, "What's going on?" Like, oh, he, you were he sus? okay. Yeah, I was a little sus about it. But, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, the way they when, handled that character when he like Brock Lesnar, Tom Holland around, <laughs> suplexed him oh, dude, yeah. multiple dude. floors. Oh, that was geez. so beautiful. That fight <laughs> scene was. Awesome! One of my favorite like MCU fight scenes, and it was kind of scary. Like, like especially like he's punching him in the face, and he just smiled bigger and bigger. Oh my gosh! Especially when you heard that he did it on stunts as well. He's like, how old is he? Like sixty, seventy, seventy-five, sixty-nine. Yeah. So, so yeah. But the the other thing is, so I I recently went back and and rewatched the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies one, two, and three, Mm -hmm. and um, I actually went to go watch the original one mostly because of Norman Osborn, because of uh, Willem Dafoe. And just to kind of see that, that kind of him back then and him again now, and, and just like that, almost like that transformation as a character. And he was just as good in that, in the oh, yeah. Spider-Man in the terrific. I mean, and it had some of the campier lines. We'll see you guys, see each other again, Spider-Man or whatever he says, you know, like um, yeah. when he's like the, the, the campy line team rocketing away, but like, you know, <laughs> he's when, somewhat of a scientist himself. And, and I want to give a, uh, so oh. great. <laughs> so he's like, dude, the Octavius and Osborne moment where they were yeah. like, 
they they kind of had that moment with each other. That was a great moment too. I love the it. the part in the original Spider Man when when he's like, "Sorry, I'm late. Work was murder." <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, very but, James, very but, James Bond of him. Talking yeah. about talking about kind of the deception of Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, that that kind of uh, everything with that. It reminded me when you talked about him being in the um, uh, in the homeless shelter with the. Um, the blanket and everything reminded me of the part in the movie in Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man when Spider-Man's in the, uh, the burning building and green goblins in there and he's pretending to be a screaming woman, right? Oh, yeah. Wearing yeah. That, that blanket around him. Just very, oh, very that, similar that in scream. that dream. Yeah. yeah. Like high pitch shriek uh-huh. in that aspect of just like, uh-huh. in that aspect of, uh, of just deception. It was yeah, so great. And yeah, dude, uh, um, watch, watching him act in this movie. It's just like a light bulb turned on that he's, uh, the way he uses facial expressions, he's like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the Jim Carrey of drama. Like oh, the, way, yeah, the way he yeah, can like real. contort his face. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, awesome. Oh man, great pick, guys. Very good. Okay, Chris. All right. So I didn't want to go last. <laughs> because <laughs> to me, this is a, an uphill battle because uh, we, earlier we said that we wanted to have more nominations. Not these aren't necessarily our favorites. Um, but this one is genuinely my favorite, and that's with me loving Green Goblin. And so the only person that could really know is is Reese. But my pick is Hiram Lodge from Riverdale. He's a good and villain. He's a it's good villain. been a long time since I've loved to hate a character from a show, like as much as I hate this character. Um, he's so the main character is, is Archie. And his girlfriend is is a billionaire. Her the family in the family of a billionaire, and her dad. The whole first season, he's in jail, and so you don't. All you know is that like, oh, he's going to get out soon. That's all they ever say. He's going to get out soon, and you better watch out when he does. He's going to get out soon. And the second season rolls around, and he uh, introduces himself. He's actually Kelly Ripa's husband. If you want to look him up, Mark. He's like very Consuelos. handsome. Yeah, yeah, he's super handsome. Like like body of really a god. Handsome, yeah. like a Spanish god. <laughs> um, uh, he's very charismatic, but in the he'll do stuff like the very first time you meet him, uh, one of the main characters almost gets their their dad is is almost murdered, and he and he the character wears a hood, and so he he manipulates this angry teenager into starting a gang. He's like, if I were you, I would get a whole bunch of people out there, and I would go take it to the streets, take this matter into your own hand. The police officers aren't going to help you, so he manipulates this man, this boy into getting his own gang. And then they all, they all wear hoods too. And then they go out and they, so he, so he just all of a sudden has his own gang. People start to write about him in the newspaper. They're like, yeah, this billionaire starting his own gang. So he buys the newspaper company <laughs> and changes the way that they write on their, what they write about him. And then he uh, slowly, he pays gang members to go trash towns like trash parts of town to make the property value dip and then he'll buy it and then he builds a prison there and then he arrests people like crazy and then they make drugs <laughs> so they make they make drugs for him in the basement and then if uh, that's for the that's for the boys for the girls he makes them think they're crazy he terrorizes them and then when the girls get so scared he sends them to like a christian camp it's called the sisters of quiet mercy and then he tests the drugs on them. 
to keep them scared. <laughs> so he's got this huge drug ring going. Classic masculinity. <laughs> so, but uh, everything I just said is slowly revealed through like, like what he owns this too. And he owns this and he's, uh, yeah. So like, like the D and D season, he's called the man in black and he's like slowly operating everything behind the scenes. And it's, yeah, it's, I can't, I can go on and on because there's, there's more that he does. He, he fights in underground boxing rings. <laughs> he, uh, he's actually like a top level wrestler. So if you, if he wants to tangle with you, he can, and he will, and he'll beat you up. So he, he's just a great, great the, villain. Yeah. The thing I like about him as a villain is he's a really fun villain yeah. because he's do he's doing all kinds of stuff, uh, moving and shaking, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I think, I think that's a, that's a, a, a fine pick, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a fine pick. He, uh, yeah, it, it's just interesting because like a lot of times people make allegiances with him. They'll, they'll align with him. He'll usually stab him in the back, but uh, he's not afraid to kill. He's not afraid to murder. And then he frames it on people. And it's 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 fun. It's fun to hate him. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. I think that is the with both Troy's pick and Scotty and I like Reese's pick is the only one that's not fun to hate. Everyone, like everyone else, it's it's, it's so much. Fun. I guess Green Goblin. He's he's just fun to watch. Like, he's fun, fun to watch. watch. Not fun to hate. Yeah. He, he, well, you like, also he's like you Joker. Also, you, you pity Harry Osborn though. Yeah, right. you do. Norman, but Norman, but Norman. but Norman Osborn isn't the villain. No, he's not. That's true. But, but that's he, true. He is. Golem is. Right. All right. Who should we uh who should we pick as our uh villain? So can you guys not vote for your like you can't pick the gifter pick? What kind of rules should we put here? Because if you're if your I'm, picks are the same, you really like you, I, don't, I don't know. That's just my thought. But I, yeah. I, I also That's I, usually at how the same time but, I really don't but, care because it's but just, also, I think like probably Troy, Chris, and myself are all going to pick Green Goblin. If I'm not going with Green <laughs> Goblin, I'll go with Peacemaker because I truly do. He was the be- I, he was not the best part of that movie, but he was a great part of that movie. Yeah. And yeah. that moment that Chris referred to that that mm-hmm. he killed the dude at the end was heel turn. It so was finally crazy. did a heel turn. It was crazy. Yeah. Scott, who do you pick? Uh, Ju Wenwu. Green right, Goblin. One for Peacemaker, one for Jew. Green Where Goblin. Green Goblin. Reese. Green Goblin. Yep. That was my pick too. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my second choice. I'm picking my own. Yeah. Green Good Goblin. Deal. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It it might as well at this point be just hey, and I want I want zero bitching about this decision because <laughs> no 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 I think that's oh, the no. right decision. I, I was just about to say that I think it's a unanimous vote. Honestly, if I could vote reason. for my own, I would have. Right, but, but yeah. <laughs> Green, Green Goblin is is a very very good choice for this category. Agreed. All right. All right. Okay, let's blow through this next one. Best musical score. Uh, who won? Me and Scott. Uh, Scott. Um, so I chose the Mitchells versus the Machines. I got to, I, it is a it like I got to this um, this one late, and everyone else had made their pick, so I had to kind of find one. But mm-hmm. um, this is this was actually because this movie. Um, 
we watched. Oh, this, sorry, this is lightning round. I don't have enough mm-hmm. time yeah. for the story. <laughs> lightning round. Um, but but I, I'll just say that the that just uh, when I first watched the movie, I was in the other room and I could just listening to this the score. I could pretty much tell what was happening in the movie. It was. It's just like. And it's really fun, really great. Evocative. Story. The robot city when they first show up and they've got that Tron music playing. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. the, the action scenes. I, I adore this movie. It's a great it's awesome. movie. Yep. Nice. I, that's one movie I haven't seen yet. Oh, it's Bro, a good one, on You need to check it out. If you like Spider-Verse, you'd like this. Okay. For sure. I need it's to, the same creator. So it's the yeah. same. It's okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'll, 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 I'll popcorn it to Troy. All right. Um, so initially I had my pick was uh, Mandalorian, but then I just realized because I, I thought that half of Mandalorian came out at the end of 2020 and then the other half came out in 2021, but it all came out in 2020. So that would have disqualified me. So I last second changed my pick to the heart of a fall. Get a horse in his wagon. Get a man in his rifle. Get a priest in his Bible. For them that's dead on arrival. Um, have you guys have you guys seen that one? I don't um, know this. It, it's that, on it, Jonathan Majors is it's in Adri- Idris Elba. Is Idris a Elba. Yep. It's it, and then yeah, uh, Jonathan oh. Majors. So it's uh, it's al- almost entirely uh, black cast take uh, in a in a western, and so the music is very some of it you know hip hop and some of it um, reggae and stuff. It's just it's just a really cool mix uh, with this western genre. So it's I just remember watching it and being like the action's fun, but also the music and that's. Lightning round. So Jonathan Major, uh, what else is he in? <laughs> he's uh, he's playing uh, Kang. Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. King. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft. Wasn't the guy that played the six million dollar man? Wasn't his name like something major? Lee Major. Lee Major. Lee that's Majors. It. Yeah, got it. Cool. Um, popcorn, Jake. All right, I picked Disney's Encanto. This is our home. We've got every generation. So full of music, a rhythm of its own design. This is my family, a perfect constellation. So many stars, and everybody gets to shine. Love it. That movie. I have woke up. My wife has been playing this soundtrack um, nonstop. So it's constantly playing in my house, and I'm not sick of it. And I think that alone um, is reason enough for me to pick it because it, my kids are doing so the same good. thing. It, it, we don't it, talk about Bruno. That song, yeah, no, so no. great. The way that it goes, that I think of Luca. <laughs> The way that it, Bruno it, movies. it flows, it, the, the music flows just like Hamilton. Obviously, it's the same music yeah. creator, but it's just... It, it felt I, just like Hamilton. It was awesome, yeah. yeah. It, it felt like a Lin-Manuel Miranda soundtrack, for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, Chris. I picked uh, Cowboy Bebop. And uh, we all know uh, this Does movie, the show... Since it got canceled? I mean, it came out. I don't I'm know. Just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, we all know the show is controversial. Um, I, I ultimately liked it, but I can see why people have issues with it. But I can, I can't see why people have that many issues that they had with it enough to get it canceled. However, the music in this, and I, I went and listened to the whole soundtrack. It's just so good. The opening theme. Um, I can't remember what it's called right now, but it, it's that's a good iconic opening theme. Yeah, opening theme. Every this is the first uh, Netflix show that I didn't skip the intro whenever the, the <laughs> yeah, song came. It on. was a great intro. Yeah, 
Um, and then even like the action scene. So I haven't seen the live action one. Do they do they do the same style of intro as the? Dude, you need to watch it. As yeah, the it's, animated. It's really cool, man. Yeah, the it's, opening theme is called Pink. It's yeah, almost it's, shot for shot. Yeah. Oh, really? But, but with yeah. the live okay. action. Because I know that I know that Archer basically stole that intro yeah. <laughs> from the animated one, and so I was just wondering if the live action one used the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, no, it's yeah, good. Cool. Let's see. That's good. Um, the the jazz that they play, the blues that they play. It's just such an. Eclectic. I love the animated one. I love the the way they use the jazz music and stuff for it. Yeah. So the the live act, the music and the live action is just as good. No, uh, the script not so much, but the, the score <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Uh Reese, you're last, right? Yeah. Uh listen guys, I'm gonna keep it real quick. Dune. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. That that I don't yeah. need to say anything else. It was, a, it was amazing. All right. <laughs> it, it was it was absolutely amazing. Did you really think it was that good? I really did. And I loved it. It just played so well with the set pieces and the scope of everything. Like Hans Zimmer mm. does scope and scale. No one does anybody. it like him. Like nobody can do it like he does. And it just like, oh, my gosh. Can, can you can you hum it? No. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. We were I was because I heard Hans Zimmer and I heard it was Dune and I showed up and I like the music. I was like, I was expecting more oh, oh no i was delivered for me I, I loved it. it i don't know like i don't i can't, I can't it, it wasn't it, it wasn't like meant to be like a ditty it was meant to be right. like like portray emotion or or whatever or or like okay. i said scale sure scale yeah giant sandworm yeah it was awesome love right should we vote um, I want to. I'm going to vote for Dune. I really want to watch The Harder They Fall, though. And, and yeah, I think you'll like it. That out. That. I think you'll like it. Uh, I've uh, heard a lot about it. My vote would be for Cowboy Bebop. I'm going to vote Mitchell's versus Machines. <laughs> I'm going to vote Encanto. <laughs> right. I'm going to vote Encanto as well. Oh, Encanto! <laughs> Encanto wins, huh? Encanto is so out. good, man. I, I, love that. I didn't think he was going to come down to that. And so I was, I was, like, I was having, I was really hoping you'd vote the harder they fall, just so we could have a four-way tie <laughs> <laughs> or five-way so, tie. Sorry. So, really quick, I know that was a lightning round, but I just want to say one thing about Encanto. Um, the, the 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 grandmother, she loses her husband, and she has three children. She has two daughters. One dark-haired, one red-haired, and a son. And the son is really weird, and we don't talk about him. And my mother-in-law lost her husband and has three children, two daughters, one dark-haired, one redhead, and a son who's really weird, and we don't talk about him. <laughs> uh, and, and like, But like the comparisons between my wife's family and that movie made that movie so much more meaningful to us. And it was like, oh, man, we just loved it. We, we connected with it. That's interesting. So, which one of your daughters is Mirabel? Oh, probably Blakely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's move on and we will talk. Let's uh, go through the uh, heroes, the best hero of 2021. And this one, again, will not be lightning round. So, we'll, we'll have a more in depth discussion about these ones. Um, 
since I won last time or my pick one, I guess I should say, since we're not owning our picks, but that pick one. So I'll just say the Spider-Man's or Spider-Man. Again, Scotty and I had the the same pick on this one as well. Um, What are you ugh-ing about? Oh, nothing. (laughs) Which one, guys, commit? Which Spider-Man? Which Spider-Man? You got to have one. I didn't get free choices. I picked one in a different topic, if you couldn't tell. What? Mm. Nothing. Sorry. Spider-Man's. Spider-Man. Peter. (laughs) Peter, <laughs> but they're all different. They're all pointing. They're all different. Spider-Man. We had this conversation last episode, guys. Listen, Andrew Garfield had the biggest uh, turnaround. Yeah, he did. Like he made up the most ground of any of the of Toby, any of the Spider-Man. Toby had big, a great, the great nostalgia, like having. But him, I, when he walked through that 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 whatever the portal that was. Yeah, oh, chills. I, I also saw something that I liked. It was like uh, when he catches the. Uh, the the hover thing green goblins hover thing at the end and is stops tom from going he's like proof that that he was the strongest of the spider-man um i I heard that that part where andrew garfield tells them that he loves him he's like i love you guys i heard that was uh completely improv (laughs) (laughs) and they just hug it out (laughs) dude andrew garfield i i it's got i i I gotta say andrew garfield i'll go with him he had the biggest he made up the most ground in my mind in that in that show i don't i don't necessarily want to say he was the best hero of the year because i think because my pick literally is the three of them all three of them together spider-man coming together to be spider-man's to, to defeat the villain like but andrew garfield might be the best one in that movie see I, um i'd probably go with toby um because he was he was more of the like the heart of it he he um came in with the uh, cool youth pastor yeah the cool youth pastor vibes where yeah. he's like no you got it i know what you're going through um came with the feels and uh yeah so yeah it was impressive plus, plus he can he can shoot web out of his out of his wrist so yeah. no block nowhere, no block. nowhere else <laughs> without uh, with, uh, so long as he's not having an existential crisis yeah. right yeah <laughs> i'm back my bad. Um, Chris, I don't want you putting Andrew and Toby on mine. I say Spider Man. <laughs> and I want three picks too. <laughs> if you can find three picks that go together as well as literally the same name in the same movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, popcorn. Wait, isn't it Reese. Scotch? No, I went. I, I kind of said my piece. They both went. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I chose James Bond. Um, that movie was amazing for one, but listen, are we going to do spoilers? Has anybody here not seen James Bond? I haven't I have, seen it, I, I don't been, care. And I also don't care. About I, I, I kind of care. I okay. Know. Okay. No spoilers. Anything. Okay. We won't spoil, <laughs> I, won't, I won't spoil anything, but gosh, dang it. Daniel Craig was so freaking good. This was, listen, for however much we loved some of the other James Bond with Daniel Craig, this was his best performance as the character. He was, oh my God, like you just cared about him on a whole, he went, moved out of the realm of like, hey, I want the good guy to win. And it was like, man, I want him to have 
a happy life. I want him to have everything that he wants right now. I don't want him to just win and defeat the bad guy. I want him to win at life. Uh, you just cared about him on a whole different level. Um, and uh, man, he was just so freaking good. And like, l- listen, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, I think those of you that have seen it. So just Jake, like uh, Linda, Linda, listen. Listen, listen, Linda, listen, Linda, 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 <laughs> but I mean, how could he not be hero of the year, Jake? Right. Oh, I'm, 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 I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I'm, I'm right. Right. I'm right there with you. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's my awesome. point. And Daniel Craig as James Bond, that's been his thing is that you feel he, he yeah. he's the most emotionally connected James Bond. Every other James Bond has been uh, like bang the women, shoot the guns, like get out of the, like total escapism, which is awesome. Yeah. But Daniel Craig specifically and the writers with, with him have been, man, he's all heart. Well, it's all heart rock. You're all heart rock. Good one. It's a good pick. James James Bond is a very good pick. Okay. Okay, popcorn Troy. All right. So, um uh, you might think this might be a, a piggyback off of Jake and Scott's pick of the Spider-Man. Um but No Troy, how many people work at Sony? Do I get <laughs> 70,000 picks now because you picked Sony a corporation? Did we pick uh, Disney as a villain once? I can get behind this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I chose, uh, Sony, um, uh, and the reason why, okay. So let's first of all, talk about, okay. They did something. They brought three spot, three different Spider-Men, all original, the original actors together and, and all of those villains too, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, all these villains that we loved, right. Brought them together in one fantastic movie, but it's not just that. It's also that they gave us the first movie to cross a billion dollars in theaters since the pandemic started. And um, on not only that, but they have um, they've put out some some uh, some pretty great um, some pretty great stuff too. So like they not only uh, the the another the other Venom movie that came out, but they also came out with uh, they brought back uh, Ghostbusters, so another nostalgic film. That's a Sony movie, um, and then I th- believe um, the the Mitchells versus the machines. I believe that's mm-hmm. a Sony movie as well. So I'm just kind of listing some things they've, uh, they've done. They did Cobra Kai too. They, Oh, they did. I remember I seeing that. Yeah. Um, I'd love to, to put new PS- season now streaming. So good. Yeah, oh, so it's great. Good. I'd love to put, um, PS five on there, but that came out at the end of 2020. So I won't, but you know, Hey, um, you know, playstations can't lose. Right. Wouldn't, anyway. wouldn't that be a count against them? Cause no one can get one. Um, I mean, I mean, wouldn't it count against uh, Nintendo because it took you to get a Switch as well in in 2020? Like, I don't know. It's true. But I mean, the the content that they've created and what they've done in in terms of like, okay, so I Reese and I went and saw Spider Man together, and that that movie was, and it's not just Sony. That one was MCU, but I'm giving Sony the credit there in there in in this case because it was they're willing to play ball. Yeah, I mean, they're willing to play ball. They're they're fighting Disney in that case. They're they're, they're also Spider-Man willing to go toe to toe with Disney yeah. and 
hold their own. And we're like, we own this character. We're going to do whatever we want with them. Right. And we're going to do, and you know, we've heard them talking about bringing back Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, Toby Spider-Man and talking about all these different things. And it's just exciting. I also read something that, that Andrew Garfield's potentially going to make an appearance in Morbius. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So, you know, there's just a lot that Sony kind of has going for them, but in 2021, they, they kind of knocked it out of the park. And so, you know, we talk about the Spider-Man being our heroes as well, but I'm going to credit Sony for giving us that that moment. And that's an interesting pick. Have you guys seen that meme cool. of uh, Walt and his wife standing next to like a billion dollars on the table? And this is Disney and Sony, and they're like, "Okay, I guess we can do another movie again." <laughs> <laughs> when it's a billion dollars on the line, sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, that's that's my that's my rant on Sony. Cool. Um, uh, that makes Chris last again. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, did anyone here see my 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 show my pick? I did. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay, so that's I great. chose uh, Invincible. Mark Grayson. Uh, this came out early 2021, and I really really enjoyed watching this show. Same, dude. I love uh, Invincible. For those unaware, is uh, uh there's he's an image comics image comics is what walking dead came from image comics is also what all of the old like the great writers of the 70s 80s 90s when they were kicked out of marvel and dc and they went and founded image comics and Invincible, image comics could be in the list of heroes as well just mm-hmm. the more i read about image comics and how they give the rights for all the characters mm-hmm. to the writers and like it's crazy yeah, they're, they're good it's pretty cool yeah um so invincible is like uh spider-man and superman crossed into one um he's but it's uh his dad is his mentor his dad is the greatest superhero of all time omni-man who who would have been a good choice for villain he would (laughs) have been great he he absolutely would have but uh i i I rode with my choice a little bit more (laughs) but for hero i just uh in, in terms of the word like heroism heroism I think that uh, from a from a young kid, he kind of was the, the exemplar answer uh, in terms of like hard choices you have to make. Yeah, uh, responsibility. Yeah. Like they use like real world physics in this. So he he catches somebody and he's Superman and he kills him because he flew so he flew so hard. Uh, so he like broke this person's back because he caught him. So he has to live with these choices and these consequences. Uh, while also balancing social life and making the hard decisions. And I, I've never seen a show really like nail that aspect of being a yeah. superhero more than this show did. Um, they, they set up great villains for the second season. Like uh-huh. they set up like four or five villains. I also really, really, really loved the fact that he just gets the hell beat out of it. Yeah, oh, he yeah, gets like so kicked. many times, yeah. like, but he keeps getting up. Like yeah, even going back to do the thing, and that makes the, him a who great is the, hero. Who is the lion guy that Battle? just? I don't remember. Just killed him. Yeah. Nearly killed him. Like it, the, he just beat oh, the hell right, out right. of him. But to an inch of his life, even even the yeah. uh, even the last fight, you know, his I, own father beat the piss out. Yeah, and, and, and there was like so many memes. Like, like that's how much of a it, it kind of hit the the zeitgeist because of how. Yeah. It just came out this year or last year, and there was yeah. so many memes and so easily worked into any situation. Think, think. 
Yeah. I, I, I love, I love I this pick. Hear, hearing you talk about it, Chris. I, I actually really love this pick. I, I do agree that I think that Omni-Man is a great villain pick as well, but hearing you talk about Mark Grayson or mm-hmm. Invincible, um, cause that's his name anyway. Uh, I, I think is a fantastic pick. Thank nice you. work. Um, so yeah, I'll just leave it at that. This is going to be hard. <clears throat> My vote is invincible. Um, I'm going to vote Sony. James Bond. I'm going to go with Sony as well. Sony. Sony mm. wins. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't voted yet. I'm between Spider-Man and, and Invincible. And um, I'm going to vote Invincible. So we have a tie. We have a tie. I, Invincible and Sony. I want to vote, vote Spider-Man, but yeah. Anyway, uh, Chris has already persuaded me. There's five of us. Should we do a vote a pick of the two? Just James Bond or Invincible? Sony and Sony Invincible. Oh, sorry. Sony and Invincible. <laughs> Yeah, I, we have. I voted enough. for James Bond, so that obviously is the most important one. So basically, <laughs> the the whoever didn't vote for one of those two, who who would you change your vote? If to? I had to change my vote, I would change it to Invincible. All right, all right. There Invisible you go. Wins. Wow, very good. Nice. That was a really good pick. I, it really it a kind of stellar pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Invincible is a yeah. I've been excited to pick that as my hero. I, I actually picked something else at first, but then I was like, nah, I, I can't. I, He's great. I, I almost picked uh, Phoebe uh, Spangler from Ghostbusters. I haven't to, seen it yet. To get some some female rep in there, but it was like Invincible is just too good of a pick. Speaking of female rep, let's talk about our Woman Crush Wednesday. Speaking of hot chicks. <laughs> I picked, uh, or no, Chris, you go first. You, you, all right. So, lightning sure. round, woman crush Wednesday. I picked, uh, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision. Fantastic. Uh, and Elizabeth Olsen is just stunning. She's, uh, a shot of cappuccino. <laughs> She's just great. <laughs> um, but what's honestly what's so great about her is that and this is this is going to sound kind of lame for depending on who you are but kevin feige brought brie larson in to be like the girl of the mcu they already had elizabeth olsen right and they brought in brie larson and and she just kind of embarrassed herself and her movie was terrible and then they Elizabeth Olsen just kept doing her thing. She just kept chugging along. She's been doing this since 2015. And then now they realize just how fantastic she is, how lovely she is, how much people like her. And then they're like, okay, here's your chance to like have your own franchise. And then she just knocks it out of the park. Um, she yeah, just, she was, she was great. In, um, mm-hmm. And uh, for, for, for this award, I usually try like women crush but it's usually like to me anyway is who had like the best year overall and i would have to say she did she had a great year and and that's different is i don't typically think about who had the best year it's just like who did i prefer seeing the most who i think just did the best job with what they Mm -hmm. had and that's a even in those terms it's hard not to pick her yeah you know she's great Lightning right. round, Chris, lightning pick round. someone. <laughs> uh, lightning round, let's go, uh, Scott. All right. So I had a hard time picking, um, but I ended up picking Lily Collins. Um, I think she was only in 
Big uh, Emily in Paris fan? Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've tempted. I've been tempted to click on it because she's so pretty. So uh, <laughs> oh, I love her dad. Yeah. Who's her dad? Phil. Phil. Oh, it, really? I did yeah. not know yeah. that. That. Yeah, she she's I, I just think she's gorgeous. Um and uh yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, Lily Great Gold, eyebrows. Great, great eyebrows. Um and I will pass it to Reese. This is an uphill battle because Jake's the only other person that saw the movie she was in this year. Anna de Armas. That's not an uphill battle. Lily. No, not an uphill battle. <laughs> not an uphill battle I at saw all. Saw the dress. <laughs> but dude, she she's in James Bond for what? 15 minutes total. Maybe. And Maybe. I was like, the only 15 I, minutes I, I want to see. Let her be. And it wasn't even just because she's so beautiful. She was amazing. She stole so the screen. Lovable. She, she stole that scene. 100 percent Absolutely. You were like, no, she, why is she gone? No, you can't let her leave the but, movie now. But it was like her innocence in that moment, like because oh, yeah. she wasn't like trying to be super sexy or anything. No, it was no. like it was it was one of the best scenes of the whole movie. Oh, and it, and, it, so and it was because of her and she's gorgeous, but it was because of her acting that Absolutely. She, that, that scene Just was stolen. It out of the park. That was the best scene in the movie. Anna de Armas. Boom. Cool. Okay, Reese. Oh, uh, <laughs> popcorn. Troy. Uh, my pick was uh, Lily James and uh, Harry I mean, Potter's parents. Yeah. Lily James is great, <laughs> um, but she's also um, playing uh, Pamela Anderson Lee. You look so great. Like I can't believe how much she looks like her. <laughs> Just uh, do it. Do a good. Uh, do, a quick, do a quick Google on, search on that. That's all. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I, I think that Lily James has been on our Woman Crush Wednesday she list every time. year. <laughs> what did I you think, do this year? Troy? I thought that when I when I put that on there, I was like, I think she's on there every time. But I'm like, I don't care. We're gonna have to rename the the category to the Lily, Lily James. James <laughs> Lily James Crush Award. Wednesday. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, she's awesome though she's so great lightning round uh, i believe uh what jake you're next yep i picked selena gomez she was in only murders in the building and she was excellent the the way she was it really it was the way she was able to hold her own opposite of two titans of comedy with steve martin and martin short and she was able to act opposite those two and hold her ground and be really, really good. So that's why I picked Selena Gomez. That is an She's impressive great. feat. She's great yeah. in that show. She was, and I mean, this is weird, blown away like by her, how great she looks. She's a great singer, obviously, but I like the way her voice sounds. I don't know yeah. if that's weird, but she... Yeah, she's great. In that we made show. fun of Scott for being husky, but she's got a bit of a husky voice, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of a little off topic, speaking of husky voices, I heard uh, that um, Emma Stone, um, she has like a bit of a lower voice or something because she had a, a throat issue. Anyway, sorry. Off topic. Just completely off the road. I mean, Emma Stone yeah. could have been on this. Lightning round. One as well. <laughs> <Landing> round. <laughs> uh, okay. Who shall we vote for? Uh, Anna Darmus. I'm going to go with Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, probably Elizabeth Olsen. She had a terrific year. I'll go. I was going to say Anna Darmus. So 
to Ty. Well, is it up to Chris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was going to say Selena Gomez. All right. So, so we have a. Okay. So, so now Chris still has to choose. Yeah. So now so Chris choose. still has to choose. Well, but oh, so it's going to be Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No, it's you know, fair. It's and she's, I, yeah. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> Neither will I. I voted for um, Wilson, so there you go. Just so pretty. <laughs> Man Crush Monday. Chris, All take right. her away. <clears throat> uh, Man Crush Monday. I will go first. I chose the man of 2021, Paul Rudd. Sexiest man of the year. GQ sexiest man of the year. Look at us. Need look, at look at us. Literally hey. the most charming hey. man alive. Hey, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> um, I will popcorn Reese. Uh, yeah, I went uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's my man crush forever and always, and he was in a movie in 2021, so it was easy to choose him. <laughs> and I didn't even see that movie. I didn't even see the movie, but it's always Kurt Russell. <laughs> Damn it, I should have picked Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reese, choose someone. Uh, Popcorn Scott. Um, I chose Chris Day. Chris Pratt. Oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got there. Uh, um, in uh, he he was in Tomorrow War, um, which I've yet to see. But um, <laughs> he was in. Something. But he's Chris Pratt. But he's Chris Pratt, and he's Super awesome. Likeable and he, and, guy. And he needs to be uh, to be praised for his muscles. Tomorrow War is pretty good. I like it. I I, I've heard it. I've heard it's great. But just yeah, it was it was fun. Film. Yeah. Oh, I'll pass it on to Jake. All right. I picked Willem Dafoe because if you've seen Spider-Man, you know. If you know, you know. If you've Willem's seen Spider-Man, uh, Jake got a rager for Willem. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's not an attractive happened. man, though. I just want that to be clear. He is super unattractive. But Man, man crushes he, don't, are not great. about... I mean, attraction is not about looks. Man crush Monday is more than just looks. That's That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, then last one is Troy. Yeah, I uh, mine is Andrew Garfield. He's uh, he right now. I think he had the biggest redemption in the in terms of the Spider Man, but also everybody's just kind of calling for another Spider Man movie with him in it. And he everybody everybody's kind of on the Andrew Garfield train. And that's so. a great pick. He also has a, a really movie out. He, he has he has a movie out. Oh, that musical yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it looks really oh, really yeah, good. Yeah. Also, yeah. Spider Man. He was in a movie called Spider Man. <laughs> he was in. So he's had a big year. <laughs> Really He's also a year. great liar. He convinced the world. There, there is a fr- straight up scene taken from the movie, and he's like, "Yeah, that's Photoshop." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he lied to the world, and they were yeah. Lying. <laughs> his 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 lying and his very good lying was the only reason why I still kind of questioned whether there might or might not be mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it was going to happen. Good but it also him, got man. me excited about it when he took off the mask. Tom Holland can't keep a secret to save his life. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Who are we voting for? Uh, I'm I'm going Andrew Garfield. Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go uh, Kurt Russell because yes. I'm, I'm I'm with Riss. I, I can't I can't deny his uh, charm. I mean a- Andrew Garfield. God you damn it! That means right Scott on. Scott gets to pick. Paul Rudd, oh, or really? Garfield. Paul Rudd or Andrew Garfield? Dang, that is a friend. <laughs> that is a choice. Biggest redemption arc or sexiest man of the year? I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I'm going to go with uh, Andy. Oh, nice, right on. Very good. Very Great good. Pick. Yeah, Thank Paul you. Rudd got the I recognition was... from GQ. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Andrew's getting it from the Coldo podcast. From <laughs> that came before Spider Man came out. I know. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to give him a chance. Yeah. Maybe next year. All right. Our next two ones, we'll spend a little bit more time, but we're going to try and uh, get through them a little quicker. But uh, we're going to call this one the biggest oof of the year, uh, Troy. Um, so I had a really hard time with this one. Um, I had a couple picks. Um, I went back and forth, but ultimately I chose uh, Space Jam 2. And it's not because... So a big reason why I had a, I struggled with this was because I it was like a movie you were looking forward to that ended up sucking, right? And it's not necessarily yeah. that I was looking forward to Space Jam 2. I just really was hoping that like, you know, the the nostalgia of Space Jam 1, like, which I watched fairly recent, like a little bit before I watched Space Jam 2. Anyway, I was, um, but Space Jam 2 just sucks. It just sucks. Right. And it, there's this whole thing about LeBron James trying to walk in, you know, in Michael Jordan's shadow and trying to compete. And it's just, it's just garbage. The movie was garbage. Um, and you know, they even, it was just a, a love letter to everything WB Warner brothers. And like they had every single Warner brothers character you could think of, at least in, in, in all the popular ones. And it just was like, you had Pennywise, sitting on the, on the sideline cheering for whoever is just cheering. Right. And it was just, uh, um, before we move on, should we clarify what oof is? <laughs> I think it's pretty explanatory. Is it? Is oof? it just like things just, that make you go, oof, oof, oof. something yeah. that, that oof. Just was, was bad. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. As long as, yeah. As long as our hip audience gets it, yeah. <laughs> but, but my, my the reason why I struggled with it, like I said, is because I was, I was a good choice. trying. I think it's a great choice, um, but I was trying to pick something that would be a um, a high like high expectations where I, I didn't have for Space Jam, and then and like like some of these other picks uh, picks that you guys have, like I didn't have high expectations for Space Jam, but it still was a yeah, it sucked. Anyway, popcorn, Scott. Okay, um, so I went with. The wheel of time as the biggest doof. Um, and wh- while it had uh, good moments and good episodes overall as a season, it was just completely underwhelming and and kind of crap. So well, it was a pretty think about how much yeah. money they spent for each episode. Yeah. For that to be the the what they put out there is kind of yeah. sad. Reese, yeah, did you end up liking rough. like the last episode? No, the last episode was like pure unadulterated ass. Yes. It was so unadulterated. Unadulterated ass. ass. Just unfiltered. Yeah, I like that's better. Aggressively ass. ass. (laughs) Oh gosh. Like I I actively hated the last episode. Yeah. Um it was enough to ruin any any positive throughout the season for me it was, i don't know if you heard Reece, but that apology was rescinded yeah. oh no i heard it i absolutely <laughs> heard that. uh and i dude i'm with you man i i wanted to like it so much and i gave i i forgave so much yep. throughout the whole season because mm-hmm. i wanted to like it so much so i overlooked things but that last episode i was just like nope it's too much. And honestly, I'm just sitting here hoping it doesn't ruin the entire, like the entire run of the show. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, pass it to uh, Reese since you're already talking. Uh, I chose the Eternals. Um, the Eternals had just a big. <laughs> is it fair to say it was one of the most uh, looked forward to movie of the year? Like big budget, like 
I, I would I say Spider-Man was or Dune, maybe, but oh, uh, one of one of the most. But, right? but Eternals was definitely up there with you know, the cast they had and the budget they had. Also, like, because it was like, all right, what are they going to do? This yeah, is the, the expectation. This is phase four, time to shine. Yeah, they yeah. brought they brought in Celestials. Like they there was yep. there was a lot riding on this, and and you know something rode hard, and you know. And here's the thing, I. <laughs> I didn't hate the movie, but the movie was just so aggressively meh ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was unfiltered. It, it, it was just so underwhelming that it like it's it's gotta Which be. Which is one crazy of the biggest, to think that yeah. the amount of money they spent on mm-hmm. on those fight scenes and the action scenes and I, like to not have anything. Yeah, it's gotta be going one of the it. biggest whiffs like of of the year for sure. And the, the, the thing that sucks about that as well is there's there's moments in there where you're like, this this could have been a better movie. This could have been really good. There's just like yeah. little moments, but then they just the direction was just like just not there. It, yeah, yep. it's, that this is a this is a good pick. Hmm. Okay. Who's next, Reese? Oh shoot! Uh, popcorn, <laughs> Jake. So I went with uh, Cowboy Bebop's cancellation. Um, as Chris said, like not everybody liked Cowboy Bebop. I think a lot of people got hung up in. It, the, the the animated was better and and whatever, but it's not that much worse. I I it just seemed so. I, let me refer. Let me let me let me reframe what one one of the most exciting parts of the streaming services taking on TV shows is that they can be more patient with the TV shows than um the major networks are because the major networks did things like cancel arrested development or firefly or other excellent tv shows um but with the streaming services they can be more patient and they can let that show go for a little bit longer and see what happens um but then for some reason cowboy bebop they were like all right one season if you liked it then screw you if not then you're welcome. We're taking this out of here. I don't know. It just seemed like a major, a really weird move. And I was looking forward to seeing more of this. I love John Cho. I love all that. I was just looking forward to. Yeah. To, to, to uh, kind of compare it to, um, to wheel of time. If wheel of time had been canceled at the end of this season, I, I would have been pretty disappointed because like the the bad first season doesn't necessarily mean the the show's going to be crap. Like right. they could turn it around next season, and I'm, I I really hope they do. Um, and so it kind of sucks with Cowboy Bebop that they didn't give him a second chance. And by almost all measures, Cowboy Bebop was better than Real Time. Yeah, like it looked better. The action scenes were better. Like it just. I don't know. I'd have to do a little bit more thinking on like writing and directing and acting and stuff. But I just I've think seen... that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I just think it like like Scott said, it would be disappointing if Wheel of Time was canceled and that show people actively dislike. Cowboy Bebop people actively liked and it got canceled. Yeah. It's just, I, I think I've this seen is a, a few of the numbers and the analytics and like 
the first episode premiere to like 1.5 and then the the carryover to episode 2 it dropped to like 40,000 so 1.5 million 40,000 watched that's that's a huge that's a, decline. That's a, that's and, I, yeah. and I think that's the big difference is right. is like it, it, it offended Bebop. so many it had built-in fans but also had built-in critics yeah and if you're going to depart that hard from the anime it needs to be Quality. Really good. Really and with, good. with Wheel of Time, no matter how popular the book was, uh, way more people haven't read it or even heard of it than they than, than yeah. those that that have. So when it comes when it comes to a streaming service like Netflix canceling a show, you know, you remember when like a show would get canceled and the joke would be like, "Oh, when's Netflix going to pick it up?" Who's going to pick this up now? <laughs> right. That was, and that's part of the that's part of what I was getting at. When I was talking about the streaming services are are built to be more patient with their shows. And so that one season, one bad season does not kill a show. But apparently I'm wrong. Apparently at the end of the line. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Uh, I picked and uh, we we dedicated a whole topic to this because it was so such a heated moment at the time. Uh, I picked Kevin Smith's He-Man also in Netflix joint um and I, it's hard for me to think in recent history besides like return of the jedi just such a a crapping on your fan base <laughs> more than more than what this did this what they did a, a bait and switch right they lied they they had information leaked that they denied which was ultimately proven to be true they had time to fix it they didn't and then they once it came out and people hated it they made fun of their fan base even more. It was so just a big part, middle finger to the fan base. Yeah, like, I don't even, it, it yeah. felt mean spirited. It, it was, I, I still don't understand the logic behind it. I don't understand woke or not. It was just a middle finger to your fan base. You know what I mean? Like, I like, actually don't know what the hoopla is. I'm not uh, up to speed on this. You know, watch our episode. You didn't listen to our so episode. That, so I'll explain no. it to Reese. Uh, <laughs> they're advertising a He-Man show. Kevin Smith made it. Right, I remember. I, he went on the record saying he does not like He-Man, but he's just writing it for the fans. And then he changed his tune. No, I've been a lifelong fan the whole time. Um, information leaked from people working on the show because they're like, guys, this is going to be really bad. So a YouTube video, YouTube video was made saying, here's what the new He-Man show is going to be. Uh, it's not going to be about He-Man. It's going to be like strong uh, female protagonist, even though the show is called He-Man. Yeah. Uh, all the advertising was for He-Man. He was killed in the first episode. Yeah. And then they like, I watched the first couple episodes. Right. So, so not only did Kevin Smith lie uh, to his fans, but then he attacked them and he called them like all these names, these labels. Right. Um, But really they did, they just advertised He-Man. They took the the built-in fan base, like Cowboy Bebop built-in fan base, built-in critics. And then they did, they just, I don't know. It, it was mean spirited bait and switch to just get their views or clicks. Part one came out. Part two had come out now after all the controversy. Nobody cares. It didn't even break like their top 25. Huh. It's because they, there's such ill will towards people that you, that you, they should watch your show. Like I, that's what I don't get. You have a built in fan base and you just like, Oh, we, we don't want them. And it's it, weird. It's weird. Star Wars did it. I, I feel like Lord of the Rings is doing is going to do it with their yeah. Amazon show. I just don't understand why you 
purchase an IP that has a built-in fan base if you're not going to appeal to that built-in It's, built it's in not fan even base. like an adaptation, like that argument where you can adapt something that exists. Like it was a brand new He-Man show that's supposed to carry on. So sure, the, the world is your oyster. Lord of the Rings the same way. But instead, you're just going to piss off your fan base. Like, like get a show, the Ninja Turtles, and then don't even bring them in. Kill them in the first right. episode. Make the show about about uh, uh, April O'Neil. April O'Neil. Yeah, it was such a weird, That's weird lame. move. It, yeah, the whole thing is super confusing. I I don't understand why Kevin Smith decided to even be get involved if that was mm-hmm. if that was the plan unless that was him that that chose that stuff and if it was then he needs to be in villain of the year <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's weird it's just a weird thing um should we vote let's vote yeah i'm voting will of time <sighs> i'm gonna vote eternals i'm gonna vote uh kevin smith e-man Eternals. Yeah. Uh, biggest oof. Let's do uh, Space Jam 2 is really bad. I'm going right. to say Space Jam 2. Well, uh, that makes the winner Eternals. Oh, really? Hey. Yeah. Eternals. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. So uh, restart us off with uh, Yeet. Yeah. Yeet. Yeah. So Yeet. Apparently, apparently, Yeet is a good thing. I thought it was a bad thing, but <laughs> I thought so it's, too. A, it's something you say in a moment of excitement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I always thought it was also, something you say when you chuck something you hate. Yeah. It's like, get this away from me. Yeet this away from me. Right. Like yeah. you, you, you don't necessarily have to hate it. You can yeet a football. You, you yeah. know. All right. Yeet like, a football right over that mountain back in high school. Anyway, in this instance, it's, <laughs> it's a positive. It's a positive. Gonna, it's a positive. It's, you're sitting, you're sitting there it's going the opposite yeet. of oof. The opposite yeah. of oof. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I feel like we can probably go pretty quickly through these ones. Yeah. Um, but uh, minus Spider-Man No Way Home, you know, Troy got Troy and I got out of that movie and I was just like, freaking let's go. Let's <laughs> do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I haven't it so much. I haven't cheered that much in a movie theater for a while, probably since uh, probably since Endgame. I mean, it's yeah. I, I mean, the, the Daredevil thing. I, I just there was moments where I was just like hand rubbing. And you know, it cheering. Was so and, and was, yeah, it was great. Daredevil made me the most excited in the whole. Me movie. too. <laughs> that was such oh, a great scene. When, I know, but he's only in caught, I don't. In yeah, but I loved it. But he caught the he, brick. He's like, I'm a damn good lawyer. I literally <laughs> started rewatching Daredevil because of it. Like, I, I like it's it. back I, in the top ten. So like, dude, it, it's funny that people so felt ex- the same way. Dude, I've kind of had the itch as well. Yeah, man. I've, I've so, heard yeah. a season four was announced. Uh, yeah, I've heard the same Ooh. thing. I've heard um, rumors of him of him joining um, the next uh, Echo, Disney, the next Disney Plus series, whatever. That's that Echo, one. yeah, that one, yeah, All right. yeah. Uh, she's from Hawkeye. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I was a Hawkeye. Thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah Spider Man No Way Home. That is my yeet of 2021. Uh, pop, popcorn Jake. So I went the Chris route and picked a video game, and Good job. I actually think. Oh no, it did come out. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, I finally got my PlayStation 5 and I've been playing this Ratchet and Clank game, the new one. And it is so much fun. It is like <clears throat> the Clank being 
gone and being with another with another character. So you still get all the all those game mechanics, but now you have these new game mechanics that they have brought in for Ratchet because he doesn't have Clink with him. It it brings a freshness to the game that uh you have it well not that you haven't had because those games have been great every one of them but this one just has a new wrinkle in it that makes it uh that much better and i've so much enjoyed the how how much what am i trying to say how much i have enjoyed this has actually been very surprising to me uh to the point where it is my yeet. Did you say yeet? Yeah, my yeet of 2021. Uh, let's see, Scott. So my yeet is Free Guy, which is it's just a fun movie. Like, it's awesome. Free Guy's great. It, it's really hard to not like that movie. Um, Surprise Ryan Reynolds didn't get into our Man Crush Monday. That's true. Um, or at least a uh, dude. Yeah, or at least dude. <laughs> I mean, his guy and dude. Um, yeah, I mean, dude was so great. I love his tattoo. My, it's just a blue shirt <laughs> on his pack. But my wife and I actually watched it, uh, saw it twice in theaters because the first time we were on the front row and she mm. we couldn't see it very well. Anyway, it's a uh, yeah, it's fun. Talk about coming out of the theater just kind of excited about a movie. Buzzing, it was, yeah. It was, it was a fun, fun movie. Best oh, cup of coffee that you've that they've ever had. <laughs> uh, medium coffee, extra hot. Dude, I like that movie when they keep asking where he got his skin. I <laughs> <laughs> so was born with it. It's it's just here. <laughs> uh, that, that's a that's a fun movie. It's a good pick, dude. The video game references in that movie. Uh, Oh, who was it? The the bad guy. Uh oh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika uh Taika Waititi was so great as like the dude bro video game developer Tech guy. Bro. Oh my gosh. Tech he was so name. funny. It was just yeah. Was, uh, Taika's then, great in everything I've seen him in, I swear. He did a uh, TED talk and I laughed like it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. No, it was great. I loved Free Guy. Okay, I'll pass it to um, Troy. Uh, so I picked The Suicide Squad. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that one that one had a lot of yeet moments, uh, especially the first opening scenes when uh, you that just... opening scene. <laughs> you have all of these. You Weasel have all of these... dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you have all this, these this, kind of this, big... this pains me to say, but Pete Davidson was hilarious. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he really, he really was, was that a werewolf, bro? <laughs> But then you had Nathan Fillion, the the kid, the detachable kid, or whatever. I, I, I love Nathan Fillion so much. <laughs> so, They're just shooting so his great. arms, and he's on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, and then uh, how many like, people they brought in just to kill them? Oh yeah, yeah, just, just to kill them just right off the bat. But then you know, and then when we talked about Peacemaker, and we talked about like the way they introduced the other characters, and then Sylvester Stallone as King Shark, like was was great. That was funny. It was um, a revelation. Uh, yeah. Um, and Burned. then 
um let's see uh yeah I, I, there was just a lot of funny moment money moments and uh, like that was the main difference between the Su- suicide squad and the suicide squad is suicide squad the first one kind of took itself a little too seriously this one was like we know what we are we're we're owning it and you're not you know you're not going to get this epic dc you know this epic crazy thing the only thing that the first movie had was it had some cool scenes of batman but whatever um mm-hmm. anyway uh yeah the the Suicide Squad. It was just a it was just a really fun movie that I just was yeah it was fun. Oh, uh, I guess it's uh, Chris. Yeah. Um. So my yeet is a singular moment from a movie, uh, but it's when it's the the massive Furby attack in Mitchell's versus the machines. Uh, Jake hasn't seen this, so I'm I'm <laughs> spoiling a really cool moment for you. I haven't I haven't seen it either. I'm spoiling a really That's cool good. moment for you too. But there's a scene where they're uh, in a mall. The, the whole point of the, the movie is that they're being attacked by robots. The AI has turned on them. Um, they're the last modern suburban family that hasn't been captured by these robots. So they're sending every robot at them. And while they're in a mall, all the technology gets turned on. They're getting attacked by washers and dryers. They're getting attacked by Roombas. And the Roombas like charge at them and they fall down the escalators. <laughs> and ow, ow, ow. <laughs> so they sneak into a toy store, they run in, they shut the door, they turn around and they see this giant pair of eyes is open. <laughs> and then you hear like this familiar, like, he, he, he. And only people born our age is like, I kind of know that laugh. Uh, That's great because out. Furbies were so creepy. And like, it was like oh. an 80 foot Furby. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it like it screams and you see the words on it and it was like i will consume your souls and it like shoots a laser out of its mouth and it chases oh them through the mall great. with other furbies like attacking them it was so random and so fantastic it just made me so happy did they, you did you guys ever hear that furby prank phone call from a long time ago no, i'll send, I'll send it to you guys it's great it's yeah i'll send it to you it's great yeah no i don't think any other scene honestly brought me like that much joy than (laughs) seeing like an 80 foot furby attack with his army of furbies it was so great so great nice very good is it voting time now let's vote free guy Ooh, i vote suicide squad um i'm gonna i'm gonna vote the giant furby attack made me giggle Oh, I, I was going to vote for that as well. <laughs> for VA tag? Yeah. Um, shoot, I want to vote. I want to give Jake the pick, but I haven't played it. Because I really like Ratchet and Clank. But I'm going to go with one I've seen, so I'm going to vote Free Guy. So that means, gonna, it means Reese has to pick between Furby Attack oh. and Free Guy. Well, so well, we had, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Free Guy, so I've got to go with Furby Attack because it was a great moment. There we yes. go. That is, the, watch that is the oddest uh, pick and win. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> in, a year, All right. in a year of nostalgia, we're going to vote for, uh, for Furby Attack. <laughs> Giant Furby Attack. All right. So great. I'm, I'm sorry I ruined it for you guys, but... <laughs> I mean, no, I, it makes me want to watch the movie more now. So yeah, you did me too. Anything. Yeah, me too. It's a great movie. Okay. Plus, I want to hear the music score. We've got two, uh, two, two categories left: best TV show and movie of the year. We're gonna go best TV show 
lightning round style. So Chris, start us off. So my best TV show along with my best hero is Invincible. Uh, that show made me feel, it made me laugh, it made me cry. It was a very fresh take on superhero uh, origins. Um, yeah. Invincible has like these cool rules where it's campy, it's silly, it has real life physics, it has real world consequences. Um, it has a great villain. It has a whole bunch of great villains, but to top it off, it has an even better villain. Um, the the animation was top notch. The the violence was insane. Just the very first episode, you knew exactly what you were in for. Uh, that uh, that show was great. It was it was fantastic. Uh, let's popcorn, Jake. All right, I picked only murders in the building. Um, that show, I, I was very vocal while it was being aired about how much I loved every one of them. I used our Instagram account to uh, send stories, live tweet stories, whatever, from our Instagram account every episode that I saw. Um, the one thing I will leave everybody on is there's a scene where Martin Short gets on the elevator in his building with his dog dog's name is Winnie. He gets on the elevator and sting is lives in his building and sting is in the elevator and his dog starts sniffing up on stings leg. And uh, so Martin short looks at his dog and says, Winnie, Winnie don't stand so close to sting. <laughs> and I fell off my couch. I was laughing so hard. And so I actually bought my wife a t-shirt that says that on it for Christmas. So that's my awesome. pick for my favorite show. Popcorn, Scott, or yeah, Scott. Oh, I, I, uh, I've talked about this show a couple of times. It, the, the chosen, which is, um, about the, the life of Christ. Um, but shown in a more modern TV show style, it's just an amazing show. It's free. Um, they have an app where you can watch it for free. Um, and the second season came out in 2021. So go watch it. I've heard that it is, uh, really well done to really well done. Like just really terrific. Well That's online. what I've heard as well. But like one anecdote is, uh, there's just one episode, um, while Jesus is healing. Um, and it's about the, the show is mostly about the apostles. Um, uh, Peter mostly, but, um, there's a, there's this one episode where there's like a, this 15 minute wonder that is just amazing. It is, it is really, really awesome. Um, I, I was really impressed. Nice. So it's just high quality, like even. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah this like, cool. this is a show I've really unexpectedly high quality. Yeah. Yep. Acting, directing sets, uh, everything. Very good. Okay, I'll pass it to Reese. Uh, I choose Yellowstone. Um, it's freaking rad. I love westerns uh, to begin with, and a modern western with um, some really, really terrific characters. Uh, I just, I love Yellowstone. It keeps me wanting more, coming back for more. It's kind of like uh, almost like succession in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard it's uh it's Godfather with Cowboys. Yeah, that's yeah, that could be it too. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. But also with like 
kind of, I don't know. It's weird. They cross the line uh, or they walk a very fine line between uh, doing the right thing and being bad guys. Um, you know, like they have honor, but they constantly are doing super shady crap. Nice. It's, um, I really like it a lot. Isn't there a spinoff coming from it? Yeah, there's a called uh, like like night. 1890 1883 yeah that's it it has tim mcgraw and uh, faith hill in it mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. um it i think it'll actually be pretty good okay and it's yeah it's a spinoff of the past see prequel yeah mm-hmm. all right so last up. one uh yeah last one is uh Me. troy Me. yeah yep so i uh, i picked ted lasso which uh season two came out in 2021 um love the show it's it's uh it's got um the it's got the the wholesome adult humor show i, I don't I, that's the only way i can i can describe it. that's a perfect it's, perfect way to describe yeah it's it. it's yeah. not a family show but it's definitely a wholesome family show but there's there's a little bit more of a personal reason and i i hate to make this lightning round go a little bit longer but very similar to when reese got a little bit uh little bit personal with us with with the way you know with his with his wife and everything um so 2021 has been a re- or was a really hard year for me uh for a few particular reasons but my brother jeff went through a very similar thing that i did and uh interesting enough it's it's very similar to what ted lasso was was dealing with and so we jeff came to uh utah and f- like in one weekend we watched all of season one and season two in like two days. We just, we just powered through them. And that show resonated with both of us. And just that, that hope and willingness to go on. And in season two, when, when Ted uh, meets with the the therapist and, and goes through those, those processes, it just, it really, really, really hit home uh, to me. So kind of on a, on a personal note there. So. Dude, you can't say Ted Lasso and I not smile. <laughs> like that show best. brings a smile to my face every single time it's, it's hilarious it's wholesome it's adult it's 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 everything it's great it's and, and ted Lasso, and it makes you and feel it's sports it's that, soccer and sports yeah. that 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 and yeah. this is season back on season one in that scene when he's in the when they win the game and he's they're doing the the karaoke and he has his panic attack yeah uh because he's signing divorce papers or whatever it, yeah dude dude that scene like it's, the it's feeling it, it captured the feeling of a panic attack so well it was great i yep. love that show yeah and that that being said ted lasso is my pick yeah i'm still picking invincible um that show is incredible be consistent and go with shows that i've seen so i'm gonna pick only murders because that that show me and my wife love watching that together it was only murders is great uh, martin short delivers lines that i think only martin short mm-hmm. can deliver absolutely uh and he's just a, an absolute delight so uh since we're only picking shows we we've seen <laughs> i haven't seen any of them <laughs> i've seen the first season of ted lasso but not the t- 2021 season um so i'll p- pick it based on the show i want to see the most um is invincible Nice. I can't pick my own, and so I'm also picking Invincible. So holy, it's so Invincible good. wins. It's so good. Invincible was, was a great show. Uh, it like, was really it's, good. Yeah, because I had had that that came after Endgame, and I had superhero fatigue for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy was like, "No, dude, you're, you're you'll you'll like it." <clears throat> and I turned it on. I was like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't a normal superhero show." Mm-hmm. Okay, no. all right. 
And J.K. Simmons. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's J.K. Simmons is lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I just love that man. I would listen to him read the dictionary. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right. All right. Our main event. Main event. Okay, Chris, I'm going to have you start off since you're uh, you, your category one last one. All right. So movie of the year. And it, it kind of, d- despite what wins here, um, it makes me happy that we're able to have this award, this topic, because we couldn't have last year. Um, there was a, the, despite what I said earlier about um, it, it was a hard choice. But then I, I really had to dig into the bag and think about what, what, what made me buzz this year. And there, a lot of good movies came out this year. And it's, uh, it's a good recovery year. It's a slow build back up from COVID. So I'm happy that we can talk about this again. But my choice, uh, surprisingly to even me, is Zack Snyder's Justice League. And this may be long-winded, I don't know. Well, Troy's but- rock hard right now. <laughs> But I want I want everyone here, everyone that knows me, to think how weird it is that I am picking Zack Snyder's Justice League with how <laughs> openly critical, borderline hateful, wanting it to fail. I wanted it to fail because I, I hated Man of Steel and, and Batman versus Superman just so much. And, and and the Justice League, the original the Justice League that we have. The, jo- the, the Justice and I, I saw that for the it first was, time with you. Dude, it was good. I, I wanted some context. Oh. So I watched, and it's bad. Just, we sat there laughing the whole yeah. time because it's Joss, Joss Whedon's Justice League is terrible. Yeah. So now watching the four-hour-long movie, it didn't feel like four hours, no. but I, I watched it to the best of my ability, and it was amazing. Like the story that he wanted to tell, I was, I made me wish I, I, I went back and watched the rest of them. Like the the story that he wanted to tell culminated into a masterpiece. It was awesome. Like much Superman better. was awesome. The Flash yeah. was awesome. Uh, it might, Batman, be, might have been the first time Chris has ever said Superman was awesome, by the way. Superman was <laughs> awesome. He's probably my favorite character. This, yeah. What a story they told. This, this, the storytelling in it just perfectly, dude. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg. Cyborg has such a cool power, and they just never even touched it. They never even wanted to. They even wanted to give him a chance. And the the motivation behind Batman as well was just yeah yeah and 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 um, Ben Affleck did great as, as yes, Bruce Wayne and Batman. I mean, yes, he, he wasn't did. bad in Justice League, but the movie was bad, so you kind of gave him a hard it, time. It makes me wish every superhero movie could have four hours to tell, <laughs> to tell their story. Their story it, right? Is that the thing? So Joss Whedon's Justice League is Justice League. Justice League. Justice, yeah. Justice League in the Snyder Cut. That's literally the first time I've heard that. And I really? Kind of, I kind <laughs> of adore it. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard it before. I've been following this for Troy's since the beginning. I am a homer. I I, I, I love it though. Unashamedly. He knows all of the jargon. <laughs> uh, so I, and I've been following this because when the, when the first Justice League came out, it was one of those things where I, I, I really, really wanted to find any reason I could to like it, but I just couldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Some of the action was fine, but you know, it, after seeing the Snyder cut, it was really just Zack Snyder's action anyway. But that being said, so then you just started hearing whispers of like, well, it's, it, you know, there's a, there's a Snyder cut out there, you know, like uh, Jason Moe was like, Oh yeah, I've seen it. It's there. It's good. You know, whatever. And then they just kind of like, then, then it started this, that was cool too, this like social media. Yeah, yeah. The movement that was it just felt like, like the fan. It was like when Sonic got redone, it was like, yeah, felt like the fans did this Re- on their own. Yeah, like, yeah, re- right. Release yeah, the, cool. release the Snyder cut kept coming out, coming out. Yeah, and like finally, Deadpool. 
And then finally, um, uh, finally there, Warner Brothers is like, fine, you know what? You can do it. Just release it on HBO and, and you know, we'll call it good. And then just, you can just shut the hell up now. And, and Zach put up like a lot he, of his own money. Yeah. And, and he made, like you said, he made this masterpiece and now fans are like talking about, like, Hey, restore the Snyderverse. Let's, let's go back to what Zack Snyder was trying to build with this DC. Cause what we got with Wonder Woman 84 and these other DC movies isn't, isn't what, isn't what fans want. What we wanted most DC fans wanted was what Zack Snyder was building. And man, Wonder Woman it, 84 was brutal. <laughs> yeah. And that came out that this a, year too. That was a real tough hang. I should have, I should have put that as oof. my big, oof. that came out in, in Christmas, 2020, that one. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what bad, I'm saying bad, is bad. that this, this movie made a believer out of me. And I, in my opinion, was the harshest critic. Yeah. Of, that that's huge. Of Zack Snyder's vision. And I, I might yeah. just end up picking that just for that reason alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to really hammer home just how much it impressed me, just how much I, I, I didn't bring it up in any other categories because there wasn't any singular person from this yeah. movie that like best hero woman crush. Well, and, and crush. like the whole team was so great. Every hero in the team served a very particular part yes. that could only be, and, and like, like in the jo- in Justice League, Cyborg and Flash were just basically written off as side characters, yes. but in Snyder Cut, they were very, very crucial to so great to all is yeah, yeah. Did Jason Momoa still get his? Yeah, yeah. No, they took that no. out, and I'm so happy because he was <laughs> yeah. great in that movie too. Yeah, and that they took out the whole like when when. Uh, when Jason Moe is like confessing his like he, that he's afraid that he's going to die or whatever. And then like Wonder Woman has a lasso on him and it was just a stupid, they took that. That wasn't, that wasn't just, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. And you know, Hey, like Superman's upper lip looked normal. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. so, they did. They, they did more work on it to make it. No, they better. didn't do they any work the on it footage. because they took the original footage of Zack Snyder film when he was in a uh, black suit. Yeah. So uh, all of the upper lip that you see in the, in justice, those were all reshots. Those were all reshots because he had the mustache from, from, uh, from mission yeah, impossible. Mission impossible. Hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I need to watch I, it. I, I could do a, sure. I could do a whole episode on this. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's worth your time. Watch it. Watch Cause it. they break it into like six parts. So if you can just watch it in parts, watch it like a half an hour at a time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's worth a watch. It's, it's and fantastic. and you know what I, I don't want to I don't want to rain like go too much on this, but the black and white version is also worth the watch. I know did it's I know it black and white. I did. I watched both and and the black and white. There's just WB is kind of a hero this year too. A little Dune, bit, yeah. Dune and Justice yeah. League, but yeah. uh, and they also made stuff Space on, Jam. <laughs> <laughs> they have to make their own little love story, right? Um, but the, the black and white, uh, Snyder cut is, uh, it, it just, it's interesting how you can see the depth in the shots and there's just the, the very particular lighting and, uh, techniques of the, of the film and everything is dude, just, you're getting into film nerd stuff now, uh, dude, like, I'm telling you, like what, when you, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot to go through. You're talking about eight hours of watching the same movie, right? Twice, but, but watch, watch it in black and white or watch a few scenes in black and white and, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Or watch like you can go on YouTube and watch a side by side of colors. I'm just, that on, uh, I'm just saying. Yes, they both are. I want to check it out now. I'm just saying uh, when you start talking about black and white, can show you depth and show you uh, how well it was shot and everything. That's that's film school right there, yep. man. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's it was great. Um, let's popcorn to Scott. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> all right sorry i was muted um so mine 
uh, and just so happens to be mine, (laughs) um, is the movie that I felt captivated me more than any other movie as, as as far as like a cinematic experience that no other movie really grabbed me like Dune did. Um, and, uh, it's, it, it was just like, cause I had read the book, uh, recently, um, but, and in reading the book, kind of like when I read wheel of time, I was like, how are they going to do this? You know? Um, because it's just so it's it's so like thematic and and so in in the characters heads and 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 just grandiose you know um but man they captured it so so perfectly um just amazing it might it might be one of the most beautiful adaptations because it felt so true to the book um but in a different way because like you said when you're reading the book it's very heady. You hear inner monologue a lot. The way they were yeah. able to capture that in the movie was very, awesome. Very was different awesome. from the original because the original Dune movie uh, from the 70s. 80s. What, what year did it come out? 84. Okay. That's basically the 70s. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, it's they, four years from they the are, decades work. They are like really, really, they do a ton of inner monologue exposition exposition yeah just like in the book and it it has not aged well a man crush of mine this year too he was he was great and don't i was up. just about to say how do we not have jason momoa on our man crush monday after <laughs> he was yeah. in the snyder cut and dune he, he was amazing in dune he was great in Dune. Dunk as Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. That was great. I dude, it was also gorgeous. Like yeah. the, Reese was talking about it with the musical score earlier, but like it's grand. It's huge. It it gave me like uh uh what what's the movie? Lawrence of Arabia vibes. Yeah. Like, as far it, as like how grand and how it, big it's hard. It's honestly it's it's hard felt. to even it's hard to even compare it to anything else. Like it, it's so standalone in that way. One of the things that I loved most about it, it felt like an absolute decision was, so I had already seen it a couple of times and then we all went and saw it in IMAX in Phoenix. And uh, it's jarring. The scene changes when it switches from, uh, you know, Harkonnen uh, to, like Harkin and stuff to Arrakis and it oh, yeah. really depicts the brutality and like how, how harsh of an environment Arrakis is. And uh, those scene transitions, they go from like very dark muted tones to this very bright grand desert scape where it literally makes you squint. And I heard some people didn't like that, but for me, it felt like a, like a choice. It felt like a, a well, yeah, it was choice. absolutely yeah. showing you the difference and, and how brutal this, this planet can be. Yeah. Speaking of the Harkonnens, I mean, still in Skarsgård was Jeez. so good. Unreal. I mean, holy cow. That guy is brilliant. Unbelievable. I mean, we could probably do an entire episode just on Dune. And there's, there's this one video um, on YouTube of uh, what was the director Villanueva or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Denis 
Denis Villeneuve. Uh, he he does this break. Yet. He does a breakdown of of one of the scenes on a YouTube video. So I think it's on like Variety's YouTube channel, something like that. Anyway, it is it is really really awesome. I suggest you guys all go watch it because he he breaks down the uh, um, when the head lady. I want to say I said I when she uh, does uh, does the little the test the box the box scene it, like he breaks down every moment of that and it is the, the Benny the minute the Benny Jezzer, that's what it is um, the the minute details and decisions that he made like I, it was really cool having him explain it because it's like yes I did feel that your, your intent for me to feel this way. It came across 100. And it's the so- way they did the way they did the voice. Oh, the voice is awesome. The voice was great. The way they did the voice, where like he had to like focus, and he tried doing it, and it didn't work. And then when they when and then when they were on the spaceship, and he tried doing it, and his mother was like, "You have to commit to the what it was." It was cool. Well, and the way it sounded was cool. And oh. the, the fact that like in the book, it's it's a inherently feminine power. And so when he said it, it sounds like a, a woman is saying it. Mm-hmm. it. It's just cool. Yeah, it was great. I loved great I mean, choice. Everything great about choice. Dune was just, except for Zendaya was only in it for five minutes. She'll be in it a lot more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've heard rumors that she's going to have equal screen time as Timothy Chalamet in the next yeah. one. So they'll definitely make up for it, but she was almost never in it in this one. Yeah. Cool. Um, popcorn. Troy. No, Troy. You already went. No, Troy, no. Troy no I, <laughs> I was. Yeah. So you, I, okay. Yeah. So my pick was uh, Spider-Man: no, no Way Home. Um, I mentioned this when I when I talked about the hero of the year as far as being the the first movie since the pandemic started to reach a billion dollars. Um, for good reason. You have everything you have nostalgia you have um you have uh a really emotional scenes you have a, a very captivating villains uh specifically one in particular that won our villain of the year um you have um yeah uh the like you have emotion like when when peter parker is saying goodbye um you know, to some people at the end there, uh, it was just very, you know, very emotional. You had some cameos from daredevil. I, I like, it was just, there's so much about, um, that movie that I think to me, it, it's, it's almost a no brainer, but <laughs> it, it was, it was a terrific movie. Yeah. And, and it was really, like I said, it was fun to watch. Like when we talked about in the eat section, like to just sit and just cheer and just get in into it. Like I, that was, that was, uh, that was awesome. You know, I talked about how Dune was uh, cinematic and it was this, mm-hmm. that Dune was this giant cinematic, like brilliant masterpiece of a movie. But but it it didn't come close to making me feel like Spider-Man did. Yeah. Yeah. The way the way that Spider-Man made me feel yeah. was I mean, it was such a much more intimate story and it was on a much smaller scale. It was it the 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 screenwriting in Spider-Man was yeah. Well, and, was awesome. and we've had this conversation a little bit with with Chris as, as far as it being an op, a way to write Spider-Man out of the MCU by okay, spoiler here for Spider-Man, um but by having everybody forget who 
everybody who knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man forgetting who Peter Parker is basically, right? Um, was a way to just basically write Spider-Man out of the MCU. Because and 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 then by extension, with the the passing of Aunt May, Spider-Man is uh is now grounded. He is back to being that poor, just out of high school kid who now has to get his GED instead of graduate high school, but that poor out of high school kid who's living paycheck to paycheck, probably trying to get photos of Spider-Man, that kind of stuff that we're used to instead of being you know, Tony Stark's protege. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a really, really with unlimited money and, uh, yeah, and resources uh, at his fingertips. Yeah. 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 Um, he doesn't have any of that. He doesn't even he doesn't even he have the backup. My mind. Never he even thought of that before. He doesn't that. even he doesn't even have the backup of the of the Avengers, right? He doesn't have mm-hmm. any like Doctor Strange. He could just go to the Doctor Strange's the the uh sanct- sanctorium sanctorium. Anyway. Sanctum Centorum. That one. That one. Yeah. Uh, he could go there and just ask for a spell at any time. He's like, ah, oh, we, we saved half the universe together. Oh, by the way, nobody remembers that that was you, by the way, they remember, might remember Spider-Man, but they don't remember that was you, uh, whatever. But they completely shifted Tom Holland, Spider-Man to be more like the Peter Parker that we're used to instead of Tony Stark's protege, instead of Iron Man two or, or Iron Man junior with his own, with his own nano suit, he is he is going to the Spider-Man that we're used to. And that, that, and that suit at the end that was like bright and colorful, gave me chills. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. So okay. good. That was a good argument. I, that was a really good, you, you just like gained a good argument for why I ended the way it did. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Well, I used your, 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 your argument. I know you kind of stepped out for a second, but about how you <laughs> talked about how they, um, they, wrote spider-man out of the mcu right mm-hmm. and kind of like just it's been something that's been on my mind a lot as far as thinking about the way that they did that so all right uh i guess reese you're last all right um i picked a movie that i don't think anyone else has seen but i picked I a movie specifically because it's the only movie that i saw in 2021 that just absolutely and totally surprised me like <laughs> I, I i watched it kind of as a joke uh I, jake i don't know if you remember years ago we spent like a month on nothing but nick cage gifts like, oh yeah oh i remember every, every day someone was just sending like 30 different nick cage gifts and uh but pig is a movie uh where nicholas cage plays a former michelin star uh, restaurateur chef and uh he is now a hermit slash truffle farmer um and he just lives alone in the woods with his pig and sells his truffles to some douchebag in a in a fancy car in um, it, where does this take place is this like, like in france or no in- this this takes place in it, it, it. They don't say exactly where it is, but it, then I think it ends up being in California. Um, so I don't know okay. where his little like Northern hut, California. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know exactly where his little hut is, um, but he's out in the forest, and this guy comes and buys truffles from him, and his pig gets stolen uh, because he has some <laughs> of the best truffles out there, and someone steals his pig. And it's uh, it feels like it's going to go down a John Wick path of him going to find his pig, trying to find his pig, or getting the people that took his pig. Um, and it uh, it was just totally surprising, and I loved it. And Nick Cage was terrific. I don't feel like he overacted anything like he does so much when he just chews up the set. 
Um, and it was like it, totally original and completely surprising. And I loved it so much. Like I finished, I, I bought the movie. Like I, I, I own it now because I just loved it so much. Um, I need to watch it. Yeah. It, it was so cool. Uh, absolutely watch it because original content, like totally original content is uh, a little more scarce these days. And this was totally original and really, really, really great. Well, when you, uh, when you put it up on the spreadsheet, I like had to do a ton of research on it. To, Cause I was just like, what in the world? I, I, I was like trying to think of this movie. I was trying to think of acronyms. Like what does pig stand for? <laughs> P-I-G, P-I-G. Did you see the director is going to do quiet place too? What Quiet place three? Oh, three. Yeah. Quiet place oh, three. really? Yeah. I didn't I'm see sure that. Listen, like I'll the see writer, it. Director. Cause it was, it was really cool. And like, it kept getting to these points where you're like, oh, this is where it takes like a really dark turn. Uh, and um, and it actually does like, oh, I don't want to spoil anything because I want you guys to see it. But it does like open up like there's like this underground chef restaurant world that you're not aware of. <laughs> and it's like, really, dude, it's cool. It's a really cool movie. And I loved it. Mm. Nice. Alrighty, I, I appreciate you nominating this. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I definitely there. I definitely want to see. I also want to see the Mitchells versus the Machines. There's a lot of oh, this that good. I want to like. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh no my my list of uh, of stuff that I've got to watch has gotten much longer after tonight. Yep. Update the spreadsheet. Update <laughs> my Star Wars Star Crawl that I have to, that I have of all the stuff that I got to do. Um, okay, should we vote? This is like genuinely a very difficult thing for me to choose right now. That's what I'm thinking too. Uh, I haven't <laughs> seen Justice League or Pig, and I can't vote for Dune. So Spider Man. <laughs> See, and I've I, so I've seen all of them, obviously. And uh, on like for real, Chris's argument for Justice League has me almost picking Justice League. And and here's the funny thing about that. I didn't care for it nearly as much as Chris did. I thought it was better than the first one, but mm -hmm. I didn't really care for it. But his argument has me wanting to choose it. Uh, I loved Spider-Man No Way Home. I loved Dune. I don't know what to choose, guys. Um, I'm going to pick the Snyder Cut. Um, I'll just get that out of the way. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm choosing Spider-Man. I, I have to choose Snyder Cut. I do. That was a really terrific argument, Chris. Thank you. Um, I have a proposition because <clears throat> now I'm in a, a funny scenario here. Um, <laughs> if, if I had to guess, because I, I put my choice on there before Troy, that Troy's overall pick is probably Justice League over Spider-Man. Is that true? Uh, it's very, very close, but um, yeah, I'd probably give it a Snyder Cut. Okay, so that means if we're looking at it objective or yeah, objectively that I pick justice league, Troy picked justice league and you two pick Dune. Um, so we could leave it up to Reese. Yeah. Makes sense. And he chose Snyder cut. Oh yeah. I chose Snyder cut. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Oh, look at you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happens to be the movie that Chris picked. Uh, I think Chris like swept us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. One, two, three, four, five, six out if of the 10 gonna, items. That's only that's only if we're saying we own our picks. But still, uh, those are a lot of really good picks. And, and I actually was really surprised with the Invincible picks winning and the Giant Furby Attack winning. Yeah, like, me too. I, honestly, I was kind of surprised with those. Um, I kind of thought you'd win the Paul Rudd one. Uh, or not you, but that of your nominations. Um, you know I'm what I mean? Super. But, I, 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 I kind of wanted Willem Dafoe to win that one, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember who I voted for. Probably Willem Dafoe. Anyway, um, no, I... I, I yeah, having that one win makes me makes me happy, and I yeah, I, yeah, I gotta watch it's, it. It's really good. It's it, just, um, it was like decidedly way better. Yeah, than, and and maybe because what I did is I I watched the first Justice League a few days before it came out, so I I had that context to compare to c- compare it with. Yeah, um, so maybe do that first because you can see just <laughs> how much better it is than the crap that they put out in theaters. That one they thing expected you to show up and see. One thing I want to do, and this is also coming from a fanboy aspect, and I totally will own that, but I want to watch the Man of Steel, the um, the director's cut of uh, Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition, and Snyder Cut, and do a, a trilogy of that. It's like 10 hours of movies, but you know what? That's fine. Like Lord um, of the Rings. Yeah. I've I've done I've I've done crazier things. <laughs> yeah, I, I I want to do that. It's just a matter of 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 doing it and sitting down and actually dedicating a day to do that. But I want to because I want to see from beginning to end. I want to see that vision that he was trying to get. And you know, like you can give Zack Snyder a lot of crap, and it, not all of it is necessarily under like some of it's deserved and some of it's undeserved, in my opinion. But he is very very his attention to detail is he's very meticulous in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's a, there's a lot of cool scenes, a lot of cool scenes that they added that is a lot of character drama, a lot of character work. It's really cool. I'm, I'm very happy with this being our winner. Obviously. Cool. Me too. All right. Well, cool. there it is. 2021 cold boat awards. Excuse me. All right. So for our awards, we have Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 being what we're looking forward to the most in 2022. Encanto was the best musical score. Invincible, best TV show. Elizabeth Olsen being the Woman Crush Wednesday. Andrew Garfield, Man Crush Monday. The giant Furby attack scene was our yeet of the year. Uh, Eternals was the biggest oof of the year. Green Goblin was the villain of the year with Mark Grayson's Invincible being the hero and Justice League Snyder Cut is the movie of the year. In case you weren't keeping tally, that's how they go. There you go. Right on. That was a great episode. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. But yeah. it's always long. We're always we always are long winded. We got an entire award show done in one in one. So of course it's a little bit longer. But we used it used to be two. It used two to be episodes, two so. two hour episodes. And we so. added Reese too. So we, we exercised a lot. And we of added we added that windbag Reese. We had to we had to keep saying lightning round, lightning round, lightning round. Reese. <laughs> Reese, can I just say I love having you back, dude? This is, this Thanks for bad. for real. I was thinking about that when we were discussing. Yeah one of the topics I was like, man, it's really cool to get your, uh, your input. So I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate yes. your, your nomination for pig. Cause you're, 
I mean, it, it probably is your favorite of the year, and I don't think like I just like that you outside of the box. You're like, here's here's something that's probably not going to win, but I want to give it recognition, and I respect that. I guess. I mean? just opened up Slack and I saw the. <laughs> Nicholas Cage gift. Oh no! Why? Where did that? It's making me very uncomfortable. (laughs) Thank you. I hate it. I had to wait till we were done. I love it. (laughs) It's one of my favorite rabbit holes. Is the Nick Cage Uh, gift rabbit hole? It's awful. It's It's awful. That 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 Nick Cage movie that's coming out where he plays himself. Uh, yeah, it looks incredible. He's he's playing himself in a movie. He's playing Nicholas Cage who bought an island who's in debt. Yeah. Do you? So do you guys remember? Do you guys remember that I have a Nicolas Cage pillow? No, I I didn't. I don't remember this. I don't. I I thought I told you guys. I have. It's a white elephant gift. It's a silk pillowcase, and it's Nicolas Cage's face on it. And you can literally just sleep on Nick Cage's face, and it's hilarious. Do you put it between your legs for support? Like you said uh, on his face. <laughs> it's it's late. I apologize. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know how I feel about this conversation. Well, uh, welcome to season five, you guys. I love you. Love you it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Um, let's see. What do we need to do? Let's take care of this housekeeping. Go to our Patreon. Go to coffee. If you thought that this episode deserves anything let us know through there uh if you have any suggestions or uh ideas that you would like to present to us hit us up on social media we're always checking that and we're very much wanting to uh involve our listeners and fans and stuff more so uh if you have any any suggestions let us know there um and I think that's it for my, for what I had to say. Does anybody, is there anything else? No, anybody you else? got it, man. Yeah. What, what's that's your, it. given our categories, why don't you tell us what your favorite is? Yeah. Re- reach out and let us know. I'm yeah. curious. Let us know what we forgot about. Is There's it weird that I thought you were talking directly to Jake about that? <laughs> I, I, I thought so too. And I was like going, I don't think we've got time, but the, okay. No, you listener. You at home talking to you. The third chair, sixth chair, whatever. Six man. Uh, Yeah. Let us know. We definitely want to hear. I I love it. That last episode was my favorite. It was so awesome. It was really good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it was all because we were hearing from you all. So uh, if there's nothing else, though, uh, then we're going to get going and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.